Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Plants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in beautiful downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yeah. You know what, Ed? What? Why can't we be friends? That's right. Why can't we be friends with Reverend Richard Mirage? When we make mistakes, it is easy to slip into feelings of self-hatred, berating ourselves and dwelling on our past offenses. Would we put a child or a friend through that? Let us become conscious of how we are treating ourselves because it feels so good when the berating ends and the friendship begins. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to be gentle with themselves. The moment we are, everything settles down and we open up to receive all the good that we desire. And during the second segment, Unity Minister Reverend Richard Mirage soothes our souls with today's daily word, serene. Uh, oh, wow. Wow. Yogi Bhajrapala says namaste from Texas, by the way. Wow. Yeah. So we, um, man, the, the beauty of like uh, going from berating myself to re- relaxing, releasing the judgments waking up from that nightmare and realizing that the captain is on the bridge, that no matter what that rational mind of mine is thinking, because maybe it's being driven by fear that the God is still arranging my affairs on an unseen plane. And then they will. And everything is, if I can just ma- like, I just got that image that we talked about it before. It's almost like sometimes my consciousness is like a burning building. We just dive out the window, <laughs> land into the Batmobile waiting down below and just drive off because, um, it's like the old, those old beliefs are going up in flames. They're no longer, you know, we, we pray for things. And then sometimes those prayers manifest or begin manifesting. I think they bump up against our own limiting beliefs and these alarms start going off in our head and, you know, and it can seem like things are going wrong when really they're all going right. And, uh, but I was going to say when we, when I feel like I did this morning, cause it got, there's been stuff going on. And when it's, when it clicked in and I remembered that my job is to show up and be joyful and trust and be, like a divine, an agent of divine love. That's when these breaths from Stephanie Mills, the truth teacher, really hit home. Yeah, I think this was one of uh, 
Reverend Richard Mirage's, I think he had a poster of this truth teacher in his bedroom when he was in high school. Oh, nice. Yeah. I You're think probably right. <laughs> Stephanie Mills. Let's hear it. Okay. All right. <laughs> let's take a deep breath. Because uh, <sighs> I never knew love like this before. Ah. <sighs> Cause I never. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God! That hurt my neck. <laughs> Let it out. Uh, new love like this before. Uh, Cause, Cause I, I never knew love like this before. There's the angels. Thank you, angels. Boy, you really... I get excited. Someone from our Facebook Live, Barbara Gallagher Weatherman, says she watches Reverend Richard Mirage every Sunday on YouTube. He's great. I agree. I do the same thing. Anytime I wander into what can be a wasteland known as YouTube, uh, Richard Mirage's face comes up and it's like, the, I just have enough will to touch play and it just turns my whole day around and just re elevates my vibration and keeps me out of rabbit holes that <laughs> that I don't want to go down but it seems so enticing sometimes. Ah. Uh, so uh do you want to read one of your readings because you had a some docket. What's that one about the friendship ones? Or did you want to read from your journal? Well, you know what inspired this show was on uh <clears throat> the 22nd. What was that? 2 weeks ago. No, that was 1 week ago. Was that? Today's only the 29th. Oh, my God. It feels like so much happens in a week. And you're not so kidding. So much happens in a day. I know. Every day when you do a morning routine, it's like starting a brand new life. And every yeah. day is like a lifetime adventure. You know, that, that's a good point because instead of diving out of a, the burning building just out of an open window, it's almost like jumping on the water slide that lovingly takes you into your day. So on that day, for some reason, the song... When I was doing my morning readings, kept coming into my mind because, you know, uh, I think when I get really uh, con overly concerned about things, it's, right. it's because I am berating myself. Yes. Yeah. Instead of reassuring myself. Right. And I wrote that morning. I wrote because I was thinking that song. Why can't we be friends? Right. And I thought, why can't we be friends with ourselves? Yes. And I wrote. Today, I am vigilant about being kind to myself. What a soothing feeling it is to comfort myself. Yes. I've gotten into the bad mental habit of berating myself for imperfection and mistakes. Yeah. Causing the real me, the innocent and loving me to live under high anxiety. Right. How good it feels to just be. How good yeah. it feels when the berating and punishment ends. Yeah. That's really all you need to do. I know. And I yes. wrote, how good it feels to hug and love and be gentle towards myself. Everything peacefully settles down when I do that. You're, you're not kidding. And everything aligns with my blessings. And I'm once again, a healing presence, no effort required. Yes. And then I even heard like the voice of God talking to me saying, peace. I leave with you, Daryl. And then yes, I am. This was my affirmation. 
I am vigilant about being gentle with myself. And you should repeat that definition of vigilant because. Yeah, we looked it up because it can sound kind of heavy, heavy, yeah, right? It could sound scary and punishing because the way it was presented right. when we were younger. Yeah, and vigil, vigilant has the word vigil in it. And it, mean, it really just means simply to stay awake, be awake yes. to what is going on within your thoughts, being being vigilant. Because when we become awake and aware to what's going on within our consciousness, then things begin to make sense. And that's really the only place that we truly can make the change that we desire. I was just thinking what you're saying that like when I start berating myself, what happens is I close off the first channel that needs to open, which is me. And so when I start lovingly soothing myself and my, sh- like I was just picturing cause my neck is almost like my neck is like the top of the bottle that, you know, it's gets so tense that nothing good can be said or thought is, you know, get in or out, you know? And so yes. when I start soothing myself, it's like my shoulders go down, ah. the channel opens up, my heart opens up and I start to see the good and the answers start to appear in, um, in seemingly miraculous ways because compared to that berating and compared to that negative thinking, the divine order, the natural flow of life feels miraculous, you know what I'm saying, compared to what I was telling myself when I was beating myself up, you know, and um, it was funny. I had a moment where I was really like, I needed, I was reaching for any tools I could find. A lot of stuff's been going on at work that's been like triggering these old fears and I noticed what you're saying. It's like the first person I'm beating up has been myself telling myself I'm not not doing uh, enough or uh, what came up for me was I'm failing everyone. That's what the voice inside me was saying, right? And so I used, out of nowhere, I remembered those five questions I told you about from Byron Katie. I, you know, I was just like, whatever, I'll use whatever I can think of. And I, the first question was, uh, you know, like, is it true? What are you thinking? So is the tra- thought true that I'm failing everyone? And immediately I was like, yeah, I can't, that's not fully true because I could think of people I wasn't failing. And then it's like, can you absolutely prove it's true? And I definitely couldn't do that, right? And then how do you feel when you're thinking that thought? And I felt terrible. I felt cut off from myself. I felt, you know, dis- just disconnected. I felt lousy. And then how would you feel if you weren't thinking that thought? And I was, I would feel relieved. I would have been, I think I was in the ocean at the time. I'd be enjoying the water. I'd be enjoying nature. I'd be enjoying, I'd be enjoying my job. I'd be enjoying life if I wasn't thinking of failing everyone. And then the whole idea at the end is to like flip, reverse the thought, right? And sometimes I'm not a master of this, but what, what um, came to me in that part where you're just sort of like, is there another way I can look at that thought? For me, it was, when I thought about I'm failing everyone, I realized not only was I beating myself up, but I, as a result of feeling victimized, I was giving everyone else a failing mark in my life. And I was mad at everyone who wasn't doing their job. And I had something you know, like I had I was literally like a teacher who was failing everyone going like you failed. You're not helping me. You failed. So I, I was able to let go of all of that and forgive myself for judging myself and forgive myself for judging everyone else in the process. And then today it, like that got that that, that bought me some fresh air for a little while. And then I don't know, it came up again. And I was, I've been talking to you. I've been talking to my wife, just like really acknowledging this is the stress. I, I was holding on to a lot of stress, you know, and I was afraid to let it out. Cause I wanted to be affirmative. I didn't want to admit that I was thinking all this negative stuff, but I kind of let it all out. But today I realized uh, the cursing and all, everything that was going on inside me can only last for so long. At some point I got to let God into every area of my life. So this morning, what changed for me is I was like, that paperwork, I got to let, I mean, I've done this a million times. I talked to you, but I had to do it again. I let God work even through the paperwork, even through these people that seemed in the past were, I thought were causing me stress. I'm going to let God work through them. And 
like my joy started to return. And then I told then Daryl and I ate lunch today right before we came here. And I just told you what I just about that of just saying, no, I'm letting God into it. Right then the lady called who the school psychologist who has been sort of the bane of my that part of me's existence and and cause you know like triggering all the stress and but I was so on fire I, and I knew because I had just been talking about it I'm gonna answer this is gonna be fun so I was so happy to hear from her I didn't care what she said she ended up asking me I need you to schedule this meeting and that, there's actually two meetings I need you to schedule and then she said and then you'll never hear from me again and I was like all right great to hear from you have a great day and because I let God in that's the thing because I let God into that situation because I let life and these principles flow there. I felt joyful because it's not all on me. It's not, you know, I know that somehow I don't have to know how it's going to work out. It will work out. And that's the beauty of letting this stuff flow. And like you said, I wanted to just say to you, morning routine, you mentioned the morning routine because yes. uh, Daryl and I would not be experiencing the wonder of wonders, which is the well, what that uh, acronym WOW actually means, right? Wonder of wonders. Yes. Yeah. We uh, wouldn't be saying WOW all the time if we didn't practice the morning routine, which is just waking up. Even seven minutes early, like Daryl's mentor taught him, doing some inspired reading. If you need inspired reading books, go to DarylAndEd.com. There's a reading list. You can find the books there. Some form of meditation, even if it's just sitting, breathing, relaxing. There's no, it's not hard. Don't make it hard. You can't do it wrong, really. Just sit and be quiet. Daryl said, like his mentor, he had, what said, bring your coffee and cigarettes and even to the books and just sit there, you know, and relax. Agreed, yeah, but don't make it a punishment. No, no, it's a, it's a delightful time to just relax and let go and relax our focus off of maybe the stressful thoughts or whatever is going through our head and then write down some inspired ideas. Like Daryl shared, you shared, right, you're from your journal in the beginning? Yeah, that was yeah. from the 22nd a yeah. week ago. Daryl often reads in the show some great things, some great reminders that he writes in his journal. You could also just do an inspired to-do list about what you want your day to look like, including words like full of joy, easy, everything that I need to know is obvious to me. You know, you can write down some, uh, when you're in that sort of elevated perspective, then you write down the thoughts from, from that place and you affirm from that place because the affirmations, um, they're not making the good happen like uh, um, uh, Eric Butterworth would say. We're just sort of uh, getting in harmony and in the flow with what's already happening. I was just trying to find that thing from Martha Smock that we just got. Do you have it? It's right here. No, it's, that one's from uh, Silent Unity. But Martha Smock says, affirmations of truth are rallying calls to courage. All of us have times when we, we cannot see our way, when we have to go out into the darkness on faith. But finding the hand of God, or in other words, feeling God's presence with us, we are guided safely and surely out of darkness into light. Well, yeah, you got to be willing to stop punishing yourself. Yeah. Because you may not even realize you're doing it, like, consciously. Right. But I know I'm doing it when I'm starting to feel like I just want to break from everything. Right. And uh, I start thinking, you know, I'm around too many people. All this external stuff means I'm beating myself up. <clears throat> right. And I jotted this down this morning. Mm. You know, it's a question you could ask yourself, but I turned it into an affirmation. Mm -hmm. And it's, am I willing to let go of the life I planned for the life that is waiting for me? Wow. And what happened wow. to me just yesterday. I love that. I discovered uh at the VA, when I went in for them to look at something on my foot, that uh, I had high blood pressure. <laughs> right. It was an amazing thing because I never had it before. Right. And the alarm, like alarms, start going off on the machine, like you're at a um, 
an arcade. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. I mean, it's ding, 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 and it turns yellow, and it says very high, very oh, high. So then they did it again. And now, of course, I'm trying to calm down. Right. So, well, lower. But, I mean, when the, now I'm anticipating these bells. But the long and the short of it is, so I started doing my walks. I got to go back next week right. for them to recheck it. And it's probably just because, like you mentioned, I've been under a, an exorbitant amount of stress during the last month right or more i would yeah say. at least it's the last building, two months yeah you know ex- extenuating circumstances uh with a water leak at the house and uh my neighbor who is a close friend of 20 years uh dying suddenly in an accident and then i feel responsible you know for his wife who's our tenant and it's just a lot that i appear to be handling well with prayer and meditation and showing up but uh it was getting to me. So one of the things I started doing was I haven't been going on my walks because I've been so busy right. you know, running around and taking care of these things. Right. So uh, I made a commitment to start doing my walks. And the other day I was starting my walk and I was feeling all that anxiety, you know, and not really knowing where it was coming from. Right. And during my walk, as I'm walking up the hill, I walk up into Culver City, Baldwin Hill. Yeah. I started thinking, man, I just need to live somewhere where there's less people. Right. And then this voice came in my head that said, yeah, I don't like people. Uh And you know what's funny? Yeah. There's this little part of me, the real me deep inside that knows that's that knows that's not really true. Mm. And that me and, you know, and and that saying that even in my mind. Right felt bad right but you know i mean i am pretty much a lo- a, a solo person like right. a, you know an introvert even though i seem very extrovert yeah ext- same you know mm. so uh i was you know kind of just fine then i thought i can't do this and like you said you got to jump on board with these affirmations because i knew hanging on to that thought was gonna make not just my walk feel worse but make everything worse right you know, even if I think, yeah, you know, I, I'm just an introvert, you know, so it's okay to think I don't really like a lot of people. But right. but all that is just resistance to what is. Yes. So I said, I love people and people love me. You know, in my mind, I love people. and pe- Oh, my God, that felt so much better. Wow. I love people and people love me. And right after I said, and I also thought wow. that I also listen to this. This thought, yes. this thought came to mind. Which made me really believe, because sometimes you forget that that what you think and what you speak has power. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're saying that. And yes, I got yes. And so, I uh, I reminded myself of this. I jotted it down in my book that same day, and it right. says, "It is evident that thinking sets causation in motion, mm. whether the word used heals or simply sets the law in motion. Right. Really, really is of small import." Right. And that's from uh, Ernest Holmes. So within moments when I had these that thought, which reinforced the truth that this that my words have power, it hit me. I felt relief. And right then, a giant guy coming in the opposite direction, Uh you know, had his mask down because we're walking outside. I mean, there's miles. Yeah, I mean, so this is not a confined space. Comes well, about, yeah, you don't have to even say that anymore because we're both vaccinated and the CDC just said, if we're outside, man, no masks required. No masks required. So he's walking down unprovoked. He smiles and says hello to me. And I'm right. like, 
Right. And I felt like almost like crying. I was like, oh my God, yes. this stuff's amazing. Yes. This stuff really worked. I felt so high. I felt like a different person. Wow. Then right after him is another a lady coming the opposite direction. And she's kind of like casually dancing as yeah. she's listening to her headset. Yeah. And I thought, oh, she's busy dancing. She's, you know, may or may not be receptive, but I'm just enjoying watching her dance. And she looked at me with the biggest smile. Yeah. And I smiled back at her. And we we're both so happy that she was caught by me dancing. Yes. And man, this stuff, there was one other thing I jotted down uh-huh. um, that really has been helping me. Oh, here it is. It's by Reverend Ike. And this is what those moments are. Yes. Because a lot of people think, oh, the days of miracles are over. Right. Yeah, I mean, that, even if they don't, even if they wouldn't outwardly say it yeah there that has that is a thought that a lot any most people who are kind of in more uh standard religions i would say that's the like, kind of way it's taught in a way yeah right? they, yeah and almost like it's sacrilegious for you to think that miracles can occur or that you can even and god forbid you think that you invoke a miracle which is amazing since jesus <laughs> said that like straight ahead you'll do more these and more yeah ah, just ignore that well listen to this great definition yeah. of a miracle from reverend ike because it. it's it really highlights these little moments that like you with that phone yeah. call when that lady called. Yes. Me with this change with just using an affirmation like Martha Smock says, right. these affirmations get us back on board. Right. And what's great is when we're kind to ourselves. I wrote I've been writing a lot uh, to myself. S- success begins when I say kind things to myself. Yes. So I love that. This is what Reverend Ike says. A miracle may be defined as an instance of divine intervention. And that's what those moments are to me. Yes. They, they're uh, they're a instant of a divine intervention. Right. Where I'm willing to have a higher perspective. Like where I'm willing to join to harmonize with God and God is love. Yes. And not resist. Right. Not fight. Not come up with reasons why it's okay for yes. me to be irritated by people. Or, you know, oh, I'm just an introvert. That doesn't matter. Right. Because that doesn't that doesn't resolve the problem. But we know what does. And it really is just aligning myself with these principles. And the easiest way for me to do that is to hang my hat on the the truth that God is love. Yes. Yep. And I love what you just said. Cause and that, this is why Charles Fillmore said there are no miracles because, and you can, I don't care whether you call it a miracle or not, right. but like what he was saying is there's a divine order that is always working yes. in our behalf. And the moment we, we're the ones who create the opening or the alignment. Yes. We willingly, we consciously step into alignment. We consciously affirm, we consciously forgive. We do all of these things. As soon as we become receptive, it happens instantly. And that's what I love what you just said. For one thing, meditation is so key because I'm thinking about your ability to our ability to see our thoughts and just recognize what's going on in there. There's no better practice than meditation where we're sit and we're we just relax and we see our thoughts and we, we see that we as they loosen up, we realize that we can choose different thoughts, that those yes. thoughts, even if they've been patterned a certain way, that doesn't mean that's who we are. That might have been who we thought we were or the beliefs we practiced, but that wasn't who we are. So meditation, that's one of the things that made me think of. Another thing when you talked, it reminded me of the frog in boiling water, uh, uh, like an out, what is it, metaphor, whatever. You don't always realize you're getting as stressed out as you are because it yes. starts kind of, 
you start in the cool water in the pot and it slowly Ooh. gets hotter because when i mean i told you and, and you told you know you've helped me see like because at first you're like i don't think i've been stressed and i i was like dude you know like but we, we don't see it. And I, I've been right. going through this at work. I didn't realize how much it was building up. The other thing that I loved about what you said is when you and I know that feeling because I had it a couple of times at work where you start to almost cry with joy yes. and satis- relief and satisfaction because you're seeing the, the connection to how we're thinking and letting them go and then witness seeing the salvation or the solution of the Lord or the law. You see the good. And when we feel that connection between our own, I feel like our own thinking and how that affects things. It's just like, oh, my God, what a relief. And then the last thing that you said that stuck with me was. For me lately, being a friend to myself is like, have I even allowed myself to state what I would like to see happen? Have I had the courage to just say, I would love if all this stuff worked out effortlessly. I would love if this person and I started getting along wonderfully, I would love just to say, just to reset the the ship in the direction of what we truly desire. Because when the fear takes over, all the thoughts can start to be what we don't want or trying to protect ourselves from what we don't want. And all that ends up is more protection. So we, when we're willing to just say what we desire, it's amazing. Because all we're really doing is harmonizing with what God desires for us. I got to say this yes. before we go to the break. Of course. What you just said drove home what's been helping me too. Yeah. Is asking myself these questions. Let's hear it. How would I feel if all my concerns were no more? How yes. would I feel yes. if I was enthusiastically doing the things that I dream of yes. doing? Yes. You know, how would I feel yes. if my blood pressure was at a healthy level? Right. And that feeling. Like if you, anyone listening, if you ask yourself of the thing you desire, instead of going, I wish this would be true or, oh, I don't know how, but just ask yourself, how would I feel if, and when you ask yourself that you can't help but to get a glimpse, a, a little, a spark of that feeling and that feeling, that fresh feeling is what's going to reconnect you with, like, it's going to connect you to the point Yes. The demonstration will come yes. in its own accord. You don't have yes. to figure it out. Yes. But asking yourself these, how would I feel if yes. you know, we had all the money we need to do the things that need yes. to get done right now? How would that feel? Right. And you just grab a hold, that feeling starts yes. like a pile of you. Oh my gosh, yes. And I'm telling you, it won't be far after that if you keep this up instead of telling yourself about all the the roadblocks. It really truly changes everything yep and you will remember who you are and then when when you remember who you really are when i remember who i really am it is easy to be friends with myself and everyone else and that is the blessing so coming up next unity minister richard mirage soothes our souls with today's daily words serene thank you for listening to funniest thing on unity online radio You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. 
Welcome back to The Funniest Thing. Yes. And today's episode, why can't we be friends? That's right. That's right. And quick reading from Prosperity Now by Mary Catherine McDougall. I've read this before, but it's so perfect. It, it says, let us earnestly question ourselves. Do we really think that there is a set amount for each of us to enjoy and have? Is God actually an arbitrary parent who says, you can have this much and no more? Do we really think down deep in our heart that there are some things too good for us to desire or have? It says, uh, what do we really think? If we have reservations about our good, about what we can expect, then we can start to correct them. It will help to read the answer to all these questions in John. Hitherto, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Read those words until you have really understand, until you really understand them. Up to now, we have asked for nothing. That is quite a statement, but it is Jesus Christ's statement, followed by his great promise that we will receive when we ask. And how can our joy be truly full unless we ask for unlimited prosperity? Any lack of good will keep our joy from being full. If we are completely without lack, we will have happiness, friends, health, expanded mind and soul. I just like that because in the light of what we just said, it's like when we're in doubt and fear, we don't ask for what we want. We, we dwell on what we don't want, but we don't take the time to use our creative mind to ask for what we do want. And the moment we do, it's assured, just like in both of our cases, the moment where we can redirect our mind, even if we can't fully ask, but we just get to like Cheryl always says, the definition of faith. Uh, what is it? Joyful expectation. Just, yeah, just get to a general state of joyful expectation and see what happens. Uh, we like to, speaking of joyful, we like to thank our listeners for yes. making uh, this show possible. We look forward to every week. If if you'd like yes. to send us a uh, letter by mail, you can at Funniest Thing P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232, or... Go to DarylAndEd.com and click the contact button and send us an instant email. Yes. And there's someone who really helps make this all work every yes. week for years now. He's right. the uh, chief engineer at Unity Village Online Radio. His name is Jeff Comfort. And each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. And a shout out to what man I've been using. I'm gonna say a shout out to the prayer line, Silent Unity. Yes. You know, you could use this any time. Nothing is too small to call Silent Unity for. And that's right. Matter of fact, you should start with the small stuff so you get in this healthy habit because man, it yes. changes everything. Also, there's the You Pray app. It's the letter U and the word pray. It's free. And with that app, I've been listening to, they have a guided meditation. They have many guided meditations for all different categories. They have a a prayer you could just listen to. Yeah. You press to, or you can press and speak with someone, or you could text them a prayer request, and you'll receive a letter or email with the affirmative response. I even have a letter here because I, 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 I uh, reached out regarding my work. It said, Dear Ed, God is with you now and always. We pray with you in the knowledge that the love of God, the peace of God, and the power of God are within you and everyone you pray for. These qualities of God empower each of you to live confidently and to face any challenge with faith. If situations in life seem difficult at the moment, your quiet times of prayer connect you with God, your source of strength at all times. As you connect with your divine qualities, you discover peace beyond any challenge and the assurance that all things are possible. 
In this faith, we are praying for you and all those you wish to bless. We are always here to pray with you. May you find peace and strength in your continually unfolding awareness of God within you and the people you hold close in the heart and mind in faith, silent unity. I got to say, this helped me because today I was able to get one of these things for work off my list, almost completely assessed a kid with this like formal assessment while teaching everyone else. It's just amazing. I don't even know how that happened, but uh, this stuff works, man. Yes. And another tool we use every day is the daily word. Yeah. You can um, subscribe to the daily word at dailyword.com. You could read the daily daily word for free at that same website every, every day. You can yeah. also read it on our website on the homepage. It refreshes every day. Right. And today to join us and uh, share the daily word and his thoughts on the topic is Reverend Richard Mirage from uh, Unity of Phoenix, Arizona. Yes. Reverend Richard, how are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. Uh, nice to be with you again. How are you guys doing? Oh, man. Great. Great. Yeah, I got to say another shout out to your YouTube page for the Unity of Phoenix. Your talks are amazing, and uh, they, I highly recommend everyone uh, find them because it definitely is a highlight of my week. So thank you for that. All right. Well, I'm thrilled to be back with you guys again. I just love listening to you, and I love the the, the energy and the flow between the, your passion for spiritual truth. I love your stories. Um, you, know, you guys are just a bundle of joy. And so I feel blessed to be here uh, every single time I get to visit. My favorite part is actually just listening to you guys. I oh, love being a part of getting to share as well, but I love your energy together. Oh. Very uh, synergistic. There's like magic that goes on that I that I truly, truly feel blessed and uplifted by. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. Man, that I, means a lot to us. That means you know, a lot. For never, real. I think you're fired up to read the Daily Word. Um, uh, then maybe after that, uh, you can share some of your thoughts since you've been sitting there. Uh, listening and whatever else comes up. So let's hear the daily word. All right. I find serenity in all circumstances, knowing God is within and all around me. There is a place inside me that is untouched by the chaos of the world, a part entirely centered in the awareness of the divine love and unlimited possibility that God is. No matter what is happening outside of me, I can reach this space by pausing, breathing deeply, and anchoring my consciousness there. As I do these things, I find calm in discord. Within turmoil, I sense serenity. Feeling lost, I am suddenly found. I am never alone because God is within me. I am never past hope because I am within God. Right of the center of who and what I am is my guiding light. Every possible solution already known. I stand serenely within any challenge because I stand within God. And the scripture is from Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times, in all ways. The Lord be with all of you. This is so beautiful. I can't think of anything greater in the world than to feel a sense of peace, calmness, and serenity. You know, and I love this uh, message today. Why can't we be friends? Because sometimes we have a hard time being friends with ourselves, being friends with what we're feeling and experiencing in life. And, and the key is to find that place of serenity within us. 
no matter what's going on outside, no matter you know what has been said to us or what mistake we've made, that we really can find that calm, peaceful center. And I think the greatest gift and tool that God has given us is the ability to just quiet our minds and be still. When we can just be still and know that I am God is to be still and know the truth of who I am, to be still and know the truth of love, to know the truth of harmony and peace and compassion and the fullness of God. So I believe that serenity really is the greatest thing. And I love this line, especially in here. I am never alone because God is within me. I am never past hope because I am within God. I just find that is so true that God is within us and we are within God. Mm. That peace that surpasses all human conditions and understanding is always within us. If we will just slow down, quiet ourselves and just allow ourselves to be with it, to align with what is always there. So I, I love this serenity, serenity. It brings peace, calmness and ease in the way we live our lives. So, Woo, what a blessing that is. Yeah. Man, you called me yesterday. I was I was working on some of this school stuff yesterday, and Daryl called and said, oh, man, I just took a nap, and some things worked themselves out while I allowed myself to, we, oh, call, we call it napitate. I know what it was. Yeah. I, uh, 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 I've had this damage at my house, water damage, and, right. and this all happened yesterday, and the insurance company said they, uh, they denied the claim. Right. And in that moment, you know, I had a choice. Do I get mad? I'm a loyal customer. Yeah, they didn't have no, they had no problem accepting my money for 21 years. Right, right. <laughs> or, or just jump right on board with God and go, okay, you know, not this, something better. Right. And out of the blue, someone who collected my artwork 20 years ago. Right. These paintings I did 20 years ago a whole different style of painting got in touch with me and asked me um, if I had any, and I have a few in storage, my few favorites. Over right. The years. Right. And I sent pictures. He liked them. I told him the price. Uh, you stepped out boldly. That, yeah. And... Stepped out boldly because, you know, I, I'm not always ready to receive. And then almost, I almost, this is going to sound so ridiculous. Sometimes I feel ashamed of my artwork, like it's not really good enough right. to deserve the money. Sure. I mean, it's really twisted, but I have to be open to receive. Yeah, and have friends to encourage you as well. Yeah, and also believe, be, trust in the God within me that's good and loving, and yes. I shouldn't feel ashamed about this. So I got myself in that healthy frame of mind. I, I told him the price, $2,500 for this particular piece. Yep. And he got back to me. This was all before I took my nap and said, ooh, okay, um, I'm not, let me think about that. Right. I, And I just forgot about everything. I allowed myself to take a nap. And the only message on my phone an hour later after I woke up and I felt so good. I mean, I felt good before I looked at my message. I had that sense of right. peace right. that you were referring to, Richard. I just felt you know, everything's going to be fine. It was just, I just needed that break. And yes. also I meditated into my nap. Like you said, right. like I, I, I was doing a meditation to fall asleep. Right. So my mind really got calm. Yeah. The only message on my phone was from this collector. And he said, yes, I will. 
I sent you the text. Like, yes. Yes, I'll do it. I'll send you this amount right away. Yes. And we'll take it from there. And I'm going, man, if I, my mind stayed on all that nonsense, it right. really shows how, like you said, I feel more. It was a Fillmore Butterworth who said there are no miracles. Meaning, Butterworth wrote something he quoted Fillmore, and it's, the writing is called "There Are No Miracles," and it's in "Celebrate Yourself." Yeah, it's just when my mind is off that vibrate that harmony with God, it seems like there's no chance, yeah. and I feel bad. But once I allow myself to calm down, that's the thing. Like you said, the key is just letting go, surrendering. Then I'm automatically start to become in harmony and then that's when the good starts flowing right you know it's interesting that einstein he was known for what a great thinker and what a genius and how creative it was but you know what his secret was actually taking regular naps Mm. actually quieting his mind and slowing it down calming it down is what actually created the space for the inspiration and the wisdom and the creativity the best, best way to learn how to use your mind is learn how to relax and quiet your mind. Yeah. Because the more we can quiet and find that place of serenity and literally immerse our mind in the mind of God, then all the possibilities of insight and wisdom and creativity uh, and solutions will just come through us. You know, you've been saying it several times that about how, um, you know, Phil Moore said that it's all in the flow already. It's just wow. us getting in alignment with what's already there. Wow. Yeah. The fullness of God's already there. The peace of God's already there. It's us just getting in alignment with it, quieting ourselves enough just to open that space to let it flow through. Mm. Yeah, it's trusting that it will take me somewhere better if I just stop hanging on Yeah, and just let go. Right. You know, that's funny because yesterday I took the nap and I, I have my – I write down affirmations about anything that comes up on my a note on my phone, and then I select it, and then I have the phone read it back to me while I'm laying there taking my nap. And uh, I, thankfully, I have a, now have like a mat in my classroom for in the little library, so I can actually take a proper nap. And I did that wow. yesterday. And you know, I did this the other day, and I, I was getting ready for a 3 p.m. meeting. And by the time I woke up, and I felt so good, the meeting was canceled. There was no need to. It was the yes. same same woman I mentioned earlier. She had kind of hastily put the meeting together. The meeting dissolved. And I like what it made me think, though, what Reverend Richard, what you said was like, the, we don't, it's so hard to believe that taking a nap can help. Right. It's when we're in, see, because Daryl, like what happened yesterday, I did a lot. And then Daryl happened to call me right at the moment where my fear kind of started activating and I was going to try to push through. But what, when, what you said, Reverend Richard, made me realize it's like the well was dry at that moment. Yes in me the well of ideas the well of inspiration and if i try to kind of force it at that point as much as it seems at that moment like it, how is this going to help by napping and doing that meditation and you know and listening to some affirmations it like refills the well within us and then things don't feel so like no suffering is really required you know like when we allow ourselves to be full of this fountain of life of ideas of god of inspiration and so it's amazing. I'm so happy you shared that about Einstein. It's such a, it's a, it's such a good. It's so funny how we read these things about people who do great things, but then when it comes to ourselves, we sometimes think of ah, but I can't do that. You know, like that won't work. For me. I got to just keep doing what I've always done, which is just kind of like frantic or whatever. But if the best, if it's good enough for the best, why not? Why not us? We are the best. Yeah, yeah. we're worthy of the best. 
And the thing, I think the great ones just do the basics, but they master them. They, they, they don't try to look for anything extraordinary that grand slam out of the park home run. They know it's just the basic quiet your mind on a regular basis. Do the basics until you master them. And then we open ourselves for greater things to come. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, re- I actually read um, something on some other, um, you know, highly successful people in addition to Einstein. I think Andrew Carnegie was another one who took regular naps. Right. And there were a few more, you know, and they said that my best ideas would come after a nap. They say, what are you doing now? Or you can't talk to him between like these hours, between right. two and three. Why? Well, he, he's napping at that time. Even Edison right. uh, is known to have taken many naps. Right. And he would say, you know, when I couldn't, when I'd get frustrated with something, I'd take a nap and somehow it would work itself out. Yeah. Who was the guy that would hold a rock in his hand so that as he was falling asleep, the rock would fall out and he would wake up? And then he would have these inspired ideas. Rocky? Was, yeah, right. <laughs> sure. But, <laughs> and look what he did, man. I mean, at least five or six movies after him. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so good. <laughs> yeah, I like what you said, too, about the basics. Because if you think about what the basics are, that's what these principles are. So much of the time, that's why I think Jesus said we got to be like children, to just see the obvious, to see the basics. Because when you think about the basics, the basics is you can take a seed that just looks like a little piece of wood or a rock, put it into dirt with some water and sun, and it will grow a plant. You know, it could grow any kind, you know, whatever kind of plant it is. Like, how amazing is that? We're so busy, like, oh, oh," you know, desperately. when, When I get into that desperate search for answers, I forget that. The basics of the universe is what what you could call miraculous. It's amazing when we just slow down and actually then we realize there's so much good going for us that we don't have to, like you said, hit, try to hit it out of the park or put on a song and dance that we're going to end up burning out from later. It's a, there's a divine flow. It's natural. It's nature. Yeah, really. A lot of people um, rebuke these simple suggestions, even people I've tried to help. Yeah. I'm just grateful that I'm so overwhelmed by life on my own right. that I just agree to the simple, like people mm-hmm. told me early on, you got to eat when you're hungry. Don't let yourself get too hungry. Yeah. And you know what? I'll stop what I'm doing and go eat or say, yeah. you know what? I can't even deal with this right now. I need to go eat. I've also learned not to be offended when my wife says, um, sounds like you're hungry. I don't go, I'm not, because your right. mind in that moment is like, I'm right, i got to get this done, I'm worried. And, and you know what? I just say, you're right, i got to eat. And it's so nice to be willing. So these are the simple basics. And napping when you're tired, that took a lot of effort in the beginning to me allow myself to do that. When I was like 23, yeah. I'd get off work. I was in the military. And the guy who helped me said, um, you could take a nap after work. You know, why don't you take a nap? And I was like, that's not, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking that's not allowed. It's ridiculous. But man, it changes everything. More gets done when my mind is at peace. It's like Florence Scovel Shin says, my good comes in, over, sails in over a calm sea. Yes. Everything works itself out. I don't have to make anything happen right. when I'm at peace. Right. Amen to that. Yeah, I even heard this week, I, this is just reiterating the same point, but I heard that, um, that in the NFL that they encourage 
their players to sleep at least nine hours, that they need the basics of sleep, that it isn't just always working hard, that it's uh, you got to do your fundamentals, you got to sleep, you got to eat well. I mean, everybody knows the basics, but I mean, I think that's why Tom Brady's so amazing. I mean, his TB12 program of just, I mean, he's not trying to bulk up. He's just being flexible, having a great diet, getting good rest. Yeah. And that makes us be at our best, allow the best to flow through us. So, yeah, it really is allowing the best to flow through us. Yeah, I heard um, John John Florence, who's one of the best, if not the best surfer in the world. So, I've heard him note in an interview just about always making sure he gets to sleep. You know, I've heard, uh, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant in the NBA, they're like that. They talk about the same thing. Like they never miss their sleep. They don't let anyone and they have their nap too. Like in between on game day, you know, they practice right. whatever, then they always take their nap. And you know, it's it's real. It's it really is like the well needs of our mind needs to refill and, and like it's it's so hard to believe when we're when the well is dry and we're struggling, but once we are we just it's just such a wonderful feeling to lay down and let that thing fill, you know, our mind fill up with inspiration again. It's awesome. Which, which is what our nature is. So it's like we, we slow down just to allow the, the, the natural wisdom and essence. It's already um, infilling us spiritually that allows our conscious mind to be filled with it. Yes. That's awesome. Should we, uh, uh, you got any closing words? I know you got a couple one-liners for us. You want to throw anything <laughs> in before the one-liners? Uh, no, just to reiterate the same thing. I mean, I think if you want to get the best out of yourself and you want to get the best out of your mind and your spirit is learn how to be still, learn how to quietly and consistently, you know, calm the mind down and just find that place of serenity within us. Cause to me, that's what brings out the best in us. Yes. You know, take time to be still, to quiet ourselves. Amen. Serenity yeah. now. Serenity, Serenity now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. You want some bad jokes? Yeah. Oh, we love oh them. my God. This I is... got a few of them. Okay. Uh, why did the chicken get sent to the principal's office? Hmm. Why did the chicken get sent to the principal's office? He was cracking yolks. Okay. Uh, cracking, cracking too many, too many yolks. Cracking too many yolks. Too many yolks. Okay. Uh, How about this? Um, what kind of car or what kind of vehicle does Frankenstein drive? No a idea. monster truck. A monster <laughs> truck, of course. Okay. Okay, I might just stop at this last one. But uh, okay. Uh, how do lumberjacks work at home? How do lumberjacks work at home? They log in. <laughs> God, it's my, I think, second or third time telling jokes. I think they're getting worse every time. That's a, that, that's cornier. a skill. That's a skill to have. <laughs> that's a skill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. What do we got now? Oh, my gosh. Well, that was the joke. We have a FedEx, uh, Enzo, Enzo, the FedEx feline, has a little piece of mail for us. What did the cat drag in? Let's hear it. Uh, it's from Betsy Weiss Vallejo. She came to the Saturday Truth Talk on Facebook Live. If you don't know, we have a Facebook fan page, Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. That's where we do a Truth Talk on Saturdays on the live Facebook Live. If you, if you're, if you follow that page, I think it, it'll, it'll come up like inviting you to that. You can also see the first half of our uh recording of our podcast on there so if you're on facebook go to daryl and ed funniest thing with daryl and ed fan page and uh, so betsy remember she uh wrote us a letter about did we think it was crazy to wake up early 
Like she would have to wake up at like 4.30 or whatever to get to, so she could do a little morning routine before her workout, Workout, right? And we said, of course, so we recommend, even if it's just a short right. time to get your mind going in the right direction. She said, I started getting up earlier to do a morning routine meditation. It makes a lot of difference in my day. Yes. She also said, thanks for doing these midday meditations too. That's the Saturday Truth Talk, 4 p.m. Pacific time on Facebook Live. Oh, it's... Oh man, it's Eric at, Burton from War. Eric Burton, I thought that was Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us, buddy? Sorry, it is Jesus. I, I'm just wearing my Eric Burton costume. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready to sing us out? Yeah, why don't you uh, kick us off, Ed? You know the song. <laughs> I've seen you around for a long, long time. I really remember when you drank my wine. Why can't we be friends? 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 Visit DarylNed.com. Unity of Phoenix, Richard Mirage, we love you. To find easy links to everything we do. Jeff Comfort, we love you. And thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. I see you walking down in Chinatown. I called you now, but now I hope you'll look around. Why can't we be friends? 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 Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA Unity ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 